welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Did it without peeking the mic. Welcome to the Lost Cause podcast. I am your DM, Josh Wilkinson, and I am joined by our very special guest, surprise guest, Kale. Hello, Squeeb says hi. Extra surprise guest, Harris. Halcyon state raised, baby. You love to hit him. End of sentence again. <laughs> Who could have foreseen it? Third surprise guest, Jade. And Tria is also here in the background somewhere. Oh, and what's this? Another surprise guest? Lexus. Oh, well, hello. It's so surprising to see you here. Welcome back, my little buddies. We are up for our second review review. Harris, would you like to read us the review? I'd love to read the review, uh, which comes to us on iTunes from Finn D one two three. The Surely review title: Get Lost in Cars. You won't regret it. Lost Cars is everything you love about D and D rolled into one. Oh, sorry, everything I love about D and D rolled into one. They combine serious storytelling with silly gags and find a perfect balance between character and player. The world of Cos will keep you hooked from start to finish. What wow. do we think, team? What What are we giving this? What are we giving this review? Oh, that's that's a five and a half skateboards for me. That was pretty fucking good. <sighs> it's a big. It's a lot of skateboards. Because that's out More of six skateboards. skateboards, right? It's out of how many skateboards I would like it to be. Thank you. Mm. I I think that's a that's a full hundred uh, grapefruits straight off the bat. That's so lovely. Ooh. Wow. It even switched from tomatoes to grapefruits this time. I know. That's how good it was. I know. Uh, I reckon that could possibly be a seven out of seven for me. That is uh, everything you want in a review all down in one. That No bad things because there's no bad things about this podcast ever. <laughs> and all he is doing is telling the truth. <laughs> they are doing is telling the truth. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the this yeah, I reckon this is a perfect review. Uh, yeah, this review is fantastic, and I truly believe uh, that the N, the first N in Fin D, uh, stands for Nepal, and I think that this is our ne- ne- Nepalese <laughs> listener. Um, oh so God. really, really glad to have you back here, um, listening along. No, you're not a VPN, uh, but yeah, thanks for the lovely review. It makes us feel all warm and fuzzy. What about the second N in Finn? Because that uh, it's 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 so if if we go through it, it goes basically the F, fantastic. The I, isn't it? The, the N, Nepal. The other N, no. The D, doubt. Nepal, no doubt. And then one, two, three. That's the start of the, his phone number. You solved it. Fantastic, isn't it? Nepal, no doubt. One, two, three. I think that our pod has crossed uh, species boundaries, and that this is in fact Finn Diesel, the most <laughs> famous fish of all time. Uh, and Finn Diesel, I would like to give you two thumbs up for this review. Uh, it is very kind. It makes me feel I'd love warm to and give fuzzy. you three and a half families out of three and a half. <laughs> <laughs> that would That's make a sense. lot of family. Because in the, um, uh, in the analytics, we do have a listener from deep in the Pacific Ocean. So that would make sense that this would be. It's all coming together yeah, now. Like, it's VPN. all making sense. Well, there we go. Uh, Finn Diesel, thank you for your, for your generous review. If you want us to review your review, review us. Again, can't do it unless you review us. We'll only review five-star reviews. 
All right, I have rolled for City Cap and one, two, three, four. I believe that is Harris. Harris, would you like to give us a recap on the last episode? I would love to. Uh, we don't need so to remember what happened last episode. With no mentions of Nepal, I think, is a great way to start that. Uh, excuse me, it's my recap. Uh, so shut up. Shut yeah, up. Respect the role. Uh, last episode of Lost Cars, we planned out how we were going to blow up the most important building in all of Titan, the Undying Cathedral, using thermite. Uh, we talked around ideas for a bit but decided that the best idea would be to strap squeeb to Crixia's back and have Crixia scale the side of this giant cathedral and slip in unnoticed while Halcyon and Tria did a performance outside to draw focus uh, we had to get performers licenses sorted uh, before we were able to do that because Halcyon didn't want to break no rules uh, then we went along we found that there was no guards or zealots or anything around. It was very strange. Uh, we split the party. Crixia managed to climb up. Almost dropped Squeeb, or Squeeb almost fell. It was a very trying time there for a second. They managed to get inside. Again, still no one around. Very airy, very creepy. Something here wasn't quite right. They set to laying down the thermite, but as they did, they heard a call from across the hall. Uh, the voice of the zealot, the silver-tear zealot, Carnos Vitric, coming in and thinking that they were zealots that had finally shown, but realized that not was all as it seemed, and initiative was rolled, and that's where we are now. Okay, what did you guys get for initiative? Halcyon got a natural 20. Oh. What's your total? <laughs> <laughs> Are you uh, serious? Oh yeah. Halcyon, oh my god. Not a strong nor nimble fella. Crixia got 16. Squeeb got a 23. Amazing. Nice. Tria got a 17. The Ooh. fact that 16 is the lowest of our rolls is a great start to this campaign. First battle. <laughs> All high-end initiative rolls, which is great because none of you are particularly tanky. So you guys might survive a round in combat. <laughs> oh, oh boy, I'm not. I'm not in combat. I'm just chilling out on a smoke break. Apparently, with Tria. <laughs> Vitric narrowly avoiding a TPK with a nat one on his initiative. Jeez. Oh boy. Right. We are at the top of the round. Squeeb Vitric is approaching you, but has not closed the distance enough for you to be within arm reach. He is angry, but he has not drawn a weapon of any sort yet. All right. So, being in this beautiful, fancy cathedral, uh, and I've just been spotted, so I'm going to uh, I'm going to I'm going to scurry along with all my six legs, uh, and I'm going to absolutely gap it to the other side of the room uh so i'm gonna move 35 feet um which is because of my fancy cool limbs uh, and i am going to uh just stand behind one of the pillars and cast the message spell which doesn't require me to see anyone uh and i'm gonna cast it to tria um and i'm gonna say 
been spotted. We need help. There's one zealot in here. Please come. Uh, and yeah, <laughs> send it 120 feet away. Uh, uh, yeah. Catch Tria, catch Tria's ears. That is, uh, the first, oh, sorry, no. Yeah, that's my first turn. Yeah, yeah, that's my first turn. You scurry outside of Vitrick's reach. He bears his teeth, but you are surprisingly quick for your small stature. Next up, Halcyon. Just chilling. Halcyon is just outside having a grand old time. Well, not really having a grand old time. Um, Halcyon turns to Trader and goes, you sure you shouldn't perform, you know, just to stop arousing suspicion? The bongo is here. We have the licenses. And I'll end my turn. Um, <laughs> are you... Are you sure they're okay? Did Tria hear anything from Squeeb from inside? As soon as Halcyon stops talking, you hear the worried message delivered to you by Squeeb through his magic. It's almost as if he's whispering, like he's standing right next to you, but he sounds concerned. I have a funny feeling that we should probably not be performing and running inside to help, because Squeeb does not sound good. <laughs> and Tria starts making her way towards the building. How far away are they from the door? I'll say you guys will enter the cathedral at the start of your next turns. Right. Very well. Yeah. Tria will make her way towards it, and that's it. That's her turn. Um, just a question, Josh. Um, <clears throat> which entrance are they close to? Are they like an, on the north mm. e north side or the south side entrance? The north side entrance. This one up here. Okay, so the complete opposite side of us. Great. Yeah, <laughs> I think that was your guys' plan, right? Because they were going to lure people, distract people on the other side of the building, so you could sneak in the. Yeah. Yeah. We planned that. Sure. Perfect. <laughs> Crixia, it is your turn. Um, so with Crixia hiding behind the You pillars, are hidden. Yes, you are hidden. I remember making you roll a stealth check, Vitrick has not spotted you. Um so obviously he's a couple pillars away. If I move up like one, would he see me sneaking past? Is like like that in his vision? You don't know for sure, but it is quite likely he would see you. He's probably going to walk through those two if he's going to go for Squeeve. Uh, I would like to move like further to the left to stay hidden, like if he makes his way forward. Yeah, you just sort of like, like right up against the pillar, just inch <laughs> around it a little bit as quietly as you can. I'll say there's yes. no new stealth roll needed because you're barely moving. Cool. Um, and I'd... I'd like to. Oh, could I hold an action that if he does happen to come past me instead of the pillars further up, that I can attack? But otherwise, absolutely. I'd like to wait for my next turn. You cool. quietly draw your weapon, uh, holding it in both hands or just one. I'll be holding it in both hands. Um, uh, would you like to describe the weapon that you draw? Because I think this is the first time anyone's seen it. It it is. Um, so as Crixia reaches into her pockets. She pulls out a small cylinder that she then presses the side of and it extends into a bow staff, uh, rippling with uh, purple energy with almost red lightning channeling through it. Firstly, that's red. Secondly, Thank what you. the fuck? <laughs> Thirdly, where the fuck's my magic item? Oh, wait, I got a fancy book. Don't worry. <laughs> 
and and a giant familiar too. <laughs> it's not a familiar Harris. He's a friend. <laughs> he's he's not a familiar or a friend. He's your home. <laughs> yeah. It's just. He's, I love the idea of a familiar being like an acquaintance, being like, "This is my familiar. It's a it's a pseudo dragon, but you know, we don't really spend time." Together. <laughs> yeah, we hang out on the weekends. Uh, you extend your magic weapon, quickly hitting a a small button on the side so that the to just just a dimmer switch to turn down the lightning <laughs> so that it doesn't draw any attention to you, so Vitric does not notice you. Poised to strike. Uh, at the bottom, very bottom of initiative, it is Vitric's turn. Vitric extends the large mithril gauntleted hand. You see that each finger is tipped with a sharpened claw. He walks menacingly towards you, Squeeb. In the Dragon Queen's name, you will tell me what's going on, Bodian. As he says this, you watch as his scales shift from the dark gray they normally are to a pure white. As he does so, the gauntlet gathers frost all along its length, and the tips of his fingers form icicles as he enters a chromatic rage. Firstly, that is rad secondly what the fuck <laughs> is that is that all you're gonna say all session of like firstly if, secondly if, what the if, fuck if rad and what the fuck things keep happening then yeah you know he what i is... like that you stay on point harris <laughs> you say true to you true extends his gauntlet rages his scales change color and he channels the ice of a white dragon into his gauntlet Arm extended towards you, Squeeb. Uh, you are just outside of his range, so he is going to use his action to dash to get right up to you. But oh, he dear. will not strike you. At least not this time. That's rude. Top of the round is you, Squeeb. What would you like to do? Uh, I guess I'm going to run away from him. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I am now going to... Uh, and obviously uh he's probably going to attack me right i mean he, he might not right let's he just try it. absolutely is uh having quite clearly commanded you to stay and explain what is happening he takes your fleeing as an <laughs> admission of guilt and he's going to strike at you right. <laughs> that's a seven that will miss we <laughs> yes! he lunges towards you as you seeing seeing you look towards the front entrance and as you start scurrying to move he lashes out his claw sinks into the pillar you watch as there a blast of ice forms up along its sides some of the standstone chips off from the strike you can tell that one hit from his gauntlet will hurt but he misses you you're gonna have to be quicker than that and yeah, I uh, I scurry off down the other end of the hallway, uh, and I dash as fast as I can, um, ho- uh, hoping to see my friends soon, because I'm uh, heading towards the north exit, which is where my friends are coming from. 
and I'm yeah standing next to the furthest pillar away. <laughs> and at the moment, I have a pillar between us, which is great. Flee all you like, Bodian. I will catch you, and I will have answers. Halcyon, you're up. You arrive at the cathedral. You see the entrance. You see a little squeeb scurrying towards you. And you see a very angry-looking zealot. Uh, I will wander in, um, wide-armed, not trying to hide myself at all. Uh, and I will shout to Vitric. Um, Zealot Vitric, it is I, Halcyon State Raised. I can explain to you what is happening here. It is all within the will of the Undying Queen. Settle yourself. There is no need for such unabashed rage in the Undying Cathedral. Use my action to roll a uh, persuasion check. <laughs> Normally, yes. This would be a great opportunity to try and calm this figure down, but he is raging and your words fall on deaf ears. I don't understand what rage is, so I keep on keeping on. <laughs> there is a, a frenzy, a fury in his eyes, and he does not respond to your words of peace. Uh, I will not register that. Um, but I will continue to speak, and I will go. It was written by Priltash. This building must fall. We must galvanize their faith. We will bring upon this destruction for the beauty of the Chromatic Queen. Lies. Nothing but lies. I will turn and look at Squib and go, Hey, maybe we get on to... Setting that thermite on fire, and I'll end my turn. All right, Tria, you arrive. Tria's going to run up as far as she can, uh, as close to Halcyon as she can get, and just whisper at him, the fuck are you doing? This man is clearly not in a state to be reasoned with. He's in a state of religious fervor. But if he was here, he is meant to burn too. The Undying Queen has willed it. Yeah, that, that, sure, that's not the point. I, I, are you trying to distract him, or are you trying to reason with him? Reason. But if it acts as a distraction, too, then maybe hop to it, Teddy. Uh, um, does Vitrick look like he is particularly still focused on Squeeb, or is he just kind of looking around? He's just wide-eyed and wild at this point. Uh, his eyes are rapidly darting between all three of you. Okay. <laughs> Tria, in an attempt to distract, is going to shift. Ooh, <gasps> yes. <laughs> yes, please describe your transformation. She looks over at Halcyon. Uh, and at the mention of said nickname and the look over at Vitric, she channels a like deep aggression um more than you've ever seen from the the petty anger she's flicked towards Halcyon previously yes. and as she channels this aggression 
fur starts sprouting from every limb. Her face and arms that you can see are all covered in a brown grizzly bear type fur as her bones start to crack. And she shifts her head of hair disappearing becomes this angry ball of energy. <laughs> she lands on all four paws and growls furiously um, as loud as she possibly can to get Vitrick's attention. And then turns back at Halcyon, huffs at him, um. and and gets ready to take a step forward. In response to that, in the same way, um, I would like to ask a favor of you, DM. Can I roll a constitution check to see if Halcyon shits his pants? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Con save. Tria, can you roll me an intimidation check to set the DC? Oh, gee. That's not great. <laughs> oh, it's really bad. My roll's not great either. No, mine's probably worse. Get him out now. You want to get rid of those bad rolls before you get hit by Vitrick. True. Also, it's probably not great if Halcyon actually shits himself before we start fighting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let everywhere. me just design some mechanics for that real quick. Um, yeah, I, got... Is <laughs> I got a net one for a three. I got a oh, two. Oh, you're a cute little baby. Yeah. That's so funny. So you transform, you channel your rage, and somehow look more adorable. <laughs> I can see how you got the nickname Teddy. <laughs> Kentria swipe at Halcyon. <laughs> I'm super into it, but it will use your action. I'll say in this moment, despite the, the feral instincts kicking in, in this animalistic form... Uh, you do not identify Halcyon as a threat in any way. Vitric. Yeah. Tria will growl at Halcyon again and then, like, like flash her teeth and then stare back at Vitric. Oh, a fine challenge. I shall slay you first. Uh, that'll probably be the end of Tria's turn for now. Crixia! Um, from where Vitrick is standing, obviously he's looking at the three of them, the other side of yes, where Crixia he is, is not, standing. He has not noticed you at all. So, if I approach from the left-hand side, is he kind of looking to the left so he'd see me? So I'll have to approach from the right? From this angle, sense? and with the threat presented by a, a shifter, a the confusing open-armed Halcyon, and the rapidly scurrying Bodian. He is not looking in your direction at all. Perfect. Uh, I will move up to him, and I will sh shall give him a bonk with my staff. Hell yeah. Come on, let's go. You dial the lightning back up. I got a natural 20. A natural let's 20? Fucking go. I got a natural 20 for a 25. Hey. Yeah, that'll sure hit. I'm taking up all the bad rolls so that you guys have good rolls. It's a good it's okay. I like it. It's someone's going to do it. So 16. 16 damage? Big damage. That's big damage. You, having the perfect opportune moment, creep up behind Vitric, 
roaring, angry, and bring your probably enchanted bow staff right square down across the back of his head. He looks dazed for a moment as you strike him with this impact. And unfortunately, because of his rage, he doesn't take as much damage as he might otherwise. So but he even does if it's take... magic. Oh, it's not magic. Wait, you don't it know. It is magic. You don't Who know. What? Maybe it is, maybe it's not. A shield of faith, anger, and draconic blood powers Vitric, and as such, he takes less damage. A strike like that would render a normal person unconscious or dead. He takes it in his stride. But as he turns his gaze towards you, Crixia, now the threat closest to him. Next up is Vitric. He takes his ice-covered gauntlet, raises it high, and swings it hard and fast towards you, Crixia. Clocks you across the face. You take eight points of bludgeoning damage, and you also take uh, nine points of cold damage. Oh, Jesus. Cool. Is he still up? Yep. Oh, boy. Ow. Vitric oh. is a threat. You, he deals the same amount of da- he deals more damage than you did with your critical hit with just a straight punch. The yeah. ice blasts across your face. You feel almost relieved that the ice kicks in because it numbs the pain from this strike. It nearly knocks you to the ground, but you stay standing. A single attack from Vitric. He steadies himself and just roars, lost in his rage. Could um <clears throat> could I have a reaction? You can have a reaction. <laughs> Please, sir. May I, may I have a reaction? Please, Daddy. I'd like a potential shenanigan. Hellish rebuke, please. Absolutely. That is a dexterity save on his part, and you have been damaged for the whole. I have rolled an 18 on my dick save, but you'll still do half damage. Crixia straightens, holding her wounds, blood dripping between her fingers. And as she glares across at Vitric, a fire dances across her eyes as she smirks and winks to cast it. Uh, Seven damage of fire damage. Sensing something is coming and being prepared for some kind of magical shenanigan. He ducks just in time to avoid some of the damage. And after you strike him, fire is your choice of weapon, is it? Two can play at that game. His scales shift to red, the ice melts off of his gauntlet, and it changes to vibrant red flames. Guys. I don't like this. Guys. Zealots are for real. This is fun, uh, guys. Now yeah, I regret my life choices. Uh, yeah, so Squeeb is gonna uh, see that shit's kicking off. Um, and I just saw a torrent of flame over in that direction. Uh, I am going to uh, grab my staff, hold it in one hand, uh, and with my other hand make like a circling motion. And as I do, um, you see uh, three orbs just start floating um, and like they they pop up one after another um, as I keep circling. And then once they're all there and ready, uh, I 
I see uh, Vitric, and I just push them forward, and I cast Magic Missile. You love to see it. It was a classic. Classic, classic for a reason. Got a four, a four, and a five. So that is uh, 14 damage. 14 force damage on this bad boy. That's great. 14 force damage. These bolts of energy fire out. They weave in and out between the pillars, unerringly striking Vitrek and slamming into his body. He is absolutely not resistant to force damage, so he takes the full of 14. Cowards! Fight me one at a time nope. if you have any honor. Emma! Yes, I've that. Halcyon. Uh, Halcyon looks at Vitrick, arms still out wide, and goes, Zealot Vitrick, think it through. I have been nothing if not a faithful servant to this church. Kriltash has directed me here. And she has given you the honor to burn within its rubble, to visit the undying queen. You are the only person here. Think about it. And Halcyon pulls out this very uh, beautiful fountain pen. He's going to pop the cap on it. And he's going to write, uh, in thin air as the ink comes out, um, the greatest honor one can give is to die in service of the Undying Queen. And I'm going to cast Charm Person on him. Amazing. Okay. Normally, I think he would have advantage on the saving throw, but some of the things you have said strike true. He is the only zealot here, which is very odd. So I'm just going to do it as a flat roll. That is a three... Let's go. Halcyon speaks the truth. Something, yeah, it strikes past the rage, the anger, the the shield that he has formed for himself. It lands, and there is a glint, a glimmer of sadness in his eyes, as deep down he believes your words, Halcyon. He is charmed by you. He will not target you for any attacks, or any aggression at all, but he's still in a fight-or-flight mode and may still strike at your allies. Uh, but you have unlocked a non-violent path to end this conflict. I will um, basically just keep just speaking about the great honor that is being bestowed upon him, how strange it is that we would be here for any other reason, just reinforcing that legitimacy now that he's been charmed by me, and I will end my turn. Alrighty. Tria. Tria is gonna initially run up to Halcyon and ask him, are we still attacking, or would you like Sorry, the it is. I was not expecting that voice to come out of that form. Um, no, he is. Uh, he is understanding. He is being brought around. Um, I mean, I wouldn't get too close to him, but I would maybe. I think I can get him to put his uh, weapon down, and maybe set the place on fire himself. Um. Okay. And Tria is going to 
Um, and you, she's gonna run up as far as she can and then use her bonus action to dash again uh, up to Crixia and tell Crixia to like get on her back. <laughs> so, Hell yeah! <laughs> so that she can run Crixia out of there. All right, I just need a little bit of definition from how small Tria is. How big is she in this form? <laughs> God, she would probably be. She isn't huge. Like she's not bear sized, but she's bigger than her regular size. Like she'd be. It's the equivalent of your tall friend being like, "Hey, do you want a piggyback ride?" <laughs> <laughs> like she's still a bear, but I'd she's, like, she's I'd, like. I'd, I'd like to pitch right now, Josh, a homebrew rule that she is a a bear. <laughs> <laughs> Just make her large. Let us ride around on Tria. Please. Uh, it's up to you, Tria. I will allow it. If you want to be a large bear, you can be a large bear. If she can be a large bear, then I'm yeah. totally down with being a large bear. Let's fucking go. Yeah. But you still have some underlying human features, right? So it's still very unnerving. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, my eyes, human eyes. <laughs> my... <laughs> Like, it's not full bear, it's kind full of- Full bear, but Tria's face. <laughs> it's it's the equivalent of, like, a werewolf that stands on two legs, right? Like, like anthropomorphic bear. Gotcha. Um, Lock it in, team. It's canon. <laughs> Love it. Tria shifts, she's a big old bear. <laughs> big old bear. Uh... Uh, Tria is going to run up and tell Crixia to hop on her back so that she can run Crixia out of there. Absolutely. Um, I might allow this as a, a reaction, but Crixia has used her reaction, so you have to wait till your next turn. You see, yeah, you see as you approach and announce that to Crixia, um, a burst of flame launched at Vitric, and you watch his scales change color. Next up is Crixia. Me getting on her back, that's going to give him an opportunity attack, isn't it? Unless you disengage. Yeah, I'll, I'll disengage and climb, climb on good old bearer. <sighs> I guess more like clamber, I guess. He's very injured, <laughs> as opposed to climbs on. <laughs> Yeah, unsteady, injured, you climb onto the back of your friend. Oh, I'm, I'm not too sure where to hold you. Is this going to hurt? Look, I have children. I've had all of my hair pulled in a million different ways. You could not hurt me more than they have. <laughs> Honestly, you had me if you've had children. <laughs> <laughs> And grabs hold of some of her fur. Tricks will not save you. Alright, Crixia, what you doing? That's just your, I'd say that's just your movement and your action. So if there's anything you want to do with a bonus action, you can do that. I don't think I, oh, maybe I should check before I confirm that I don't have any bonus actions. Huh. You also have all of the, well, two thirds of the thermite gear. 
and his arm is on fire. <laughs> DPK. 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 <laughs> not, not entirely sure I want to set that off like instantly with all of us still in, in there. Oh, but, um... he's going to set it off. If he crits while you've got the thermite on your back, that's it. Oh, I I was under the impression that you were meaning like just throw it at him. But ah, oh, fuck, I did not think about oh, this. No, I no, don't no, like no. this. It's fine. I'm going to talk him down. <laughs> um, I'm going to save that bonus action. Uh, so I'll end my turn. It is Vitrick's turn. Here's what we're going to do, Harris. Uh, roll me a persuasion check. I'm going to roll a saving throw for Vitrick to see if he's in the mood to fight or if he's in the mood to listen. Um, do I get to roll an advantage because he's charmed by me? No. Because you guys are in combat, it's okay. Natural 20 for a 24. Holy Very shit. nice. The dragon came along my DD Beyond screen and it chomped it all up. Thanks, <laughs> fat dragon. That's the dying queen having your back. Yeah. Surprisingly clutch move. Your words have struck deeper than even you thought they would. As Vitric lowers his flaming gauntleted arm just feet away from your friend who has most of the thermite ingredients on their back. The flames go out. He is still in a combat stance, but the flames dissipate. He Let stares at you, Halcyon, now locked in. That, no, that can't be right. Uh, you, you are invaders. You have not come for some holy purpose. I have found you in a place you should not be. He almost sounds more as if he's talking to himself than you at this point. This can't be right. You, you, you are the invader. Where is my backup? Where are the rest of the zealots who should have my back? Vitric, you were determined by Priltage to be the one and only zealot, holy enough to go up in flames with the Undying Cathedral. This act will galvanize the faith of Titan. It will ensure Titan's legacy and the love of the Undying Queen will run in the veins of every person here, then across Poaha and across Koz. You are the wick that will set alight the first steps to her rebirth. She has chosen you. Uh, there is truth to your words he's still tense he's still in a combat position a combat starts but he's not struck out in anybody squeeb it is your turn all right all right squeeb is going to dash he's <laughs> he's gonna dash 35 feet back towards uh vitric so yeah, just zooming across the floor, yeah. scurrying little. He's gonna, he's gonna scurry on over to. So he's he's just behind Halcyon, uh, and he is going to use his bonus action to maybe throw the um, the ingredients that he has, um, just as as close to Vitric as he can get. Would would that be like a athletics at disadvantage or something with a bonus action? Uh 
Straight athletics, I'd say, not a disadvantage. Straight athletics. But just just so just so I know, um, by doing this, it will like it will still leave my hands and at least go onto the floor in front of me, right? Like Yes. If you fail, <laughs> it's not gonna like break the container. I would say that the DC for this is low and the the cost of failure isn't excessive. Okay. Uh, that is an eight. <laughs> that was the DC. Any lower, they <laughs> could have gone. They could have gone worse. Got a nine, um, but I have a minus one. All you, these really strong characters. Almost like you, you send the crate. It, it goes sliding to a stop at Vitrix's feet. Uh, which crate is this? Uh, I believe I have the rust. Okay, so it is. Uh, yeah, and, and we. Rust put it into a bag uh and then i will use oh, the rest that's of my uh movement from my dash to go back to where i was pew, pew. can i um potentially use a reaction to reinforce that m movement <laughs> by squib like can i use my reaction to just say to him like here is one of the blessed ingredients of thermite given to us by priltash the others are forthcoming he doesn't respond, he just nods as you say this. Halcyon, it is your turn. Uh, Halcyon will walk up face to face with Vitric. Um, Vitric is a tall dragonborn. Halcyon is a short little goblin boy. Well, an old goblin boy. <laughs> um, yeah, Halcyon will walk up to him look at him directly in the eyes and like put a kind of like a knowing kind of supportive hand just like on his side and go Priltash knew you were the only one strong enough for this job she had asked us to come and and set it alight we did not know that you would be here but it makes total sense that you were but I believe that the greater honor would be for you to burn in front of the statue, for you to strike the match, for you to set the order of events in motion that will bring back the undying queen. Wait, you did not know I would be here? I assumed that everyone was going to be cleared. But Priltash did make it obvious to me that there are items of importance that must burn and explained this was for an important reasoning. She did not go into specifics. But you, now I see you in the flesh course you were this item a vessel for a new dawn in titan roll me a persuasion check uh, but another natural twist so bad all right persuasion you got this so f 15 on the dice for a 19 it's pretty good 
I'll say everything around you is eerily quiet and still, locked in conversation that could end this battle. Just like some steady dripping from Crixia from her wounds. <laughs> yeah, the, the blood. <laughs> oh, God, that's so ruthless. She's pretty badly injured, guys. Kiltosh for the... For the Chromatic Queen, I... You're right, there is no greater honor. Something feels wrong. I was not given any orders, and you did not know I would be here. Something doesn't add up. Tell me, and tell me honestly, as a servant of the Undying Queen, look me in the eyes, goblin. Will my praises be sung by those who knew of my sacrifice? Vitric, the concept behind this is that it was an attack that creates a common enemy. But know that your praises will be say will be sung for trying to stop them, for ascending everything when we rebuild this building it will be the church of the zealot vitric you will be known cause wide for your sacrifice this day i wish i could have such an honor okay would like you to roll me a persuasion or deception check your choice this will be the role that determines if combat starts again. Let's go, boy! 16 for a 20. Oh, oh you love to see it. All of you see, everyone except Halcyon, you guys feel in this moment why Halcyon is part of this team. He didn't draw a weapon. He didn't strike against Vetric, but almost single-handedly, by weaponizing the way this city works, he has disarmed Vitric. Vitric physically takes the large mithril gauntlet off, that is the trademark weapon of the Zealots, and tosses it to the ground. I won't be needing this anymore. Hand me your weapon of destruction. I will bring the cathedral down. I know not what means nor do I know much of magic. But if it is fuel, I have my own spark. I will die a martyr for the glory of our undying queen. queen. I will earn my place beside her in the future she will bring. We thank you for your sacrifice. And Halcyon will reach to Crixia for the rest of the explosives. Uh, Crixia will take them off her back and hand them over. If you give me just a moment before you decide to light the building on fire, and uh, Tria will try to help Crixia off of her back. <laughs> if you give me just a moment before you do all of this, and yeah, Tria will try and help Crixia off of her back, and she will 
sprint up the stairs to grab the note that Priltash left because <laughs> we need that and then she will run back down again as you sprint up the stairs Vitric, his eyes follow you and his stance goes back to a battle stance the, the rapid movement seems to have triggered something in him and then he relaxes utterly defeated resigned to a future where his name is spoken of but his body is long gone as you race up the stairs interestingly enough you get up into priltash's office uh spartan mostly empty there are few documents in here there is a long sort of l-shaped wooden desk um there are five sort of stools simple seats in this space uh, a bookshelf that is it on the table you do not see any writing at all but there are three stone tablets piled on top of each other likely the objects that were briefly mentioned in your conversation with her that need to be destroyed with the building can Tria read them you absolutely can yes 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 interesting I will send you that information because the others have not seen it. Ooh, Who needs to know what's on those tablets? I mean, I can't complain, but. Ah. <laughs> Let me just check my sneaky messages. Sneaky. Um, while this is going on and Halcyon's dealing with Vitrix, um, Grixie's just casually, like, getting a spare scarf and just kind of, like, bandaging herself up so she's not bleeding all over the floor still. Grixie is casually bleeding out. <laughs> yeah, just like <laughs> completely impassive about it, but it's fine. Okay, so so these three ingredients together are flammable, and mm. I must place them at uh, just anywhere the or the support beams. The right. Okay. Oh. I. I. Do I just. Divide it all up equally and put enough on each support beam, or? I believe so. But this is a responsibility you have now taken. You are the martyr. If you believe that it would be better to don't fall one way or another, this is your divine decision. Yes, I... I assume the four of you are within Priltash's inner circle to have been given such a important task. We were given it directly from her earlier. It Who knew, Halcyon, that this would be the end of our, well, I, for lack of a better word, working relationship. It began when I gave you a task, and now it ends with you giving me one. Indeed. The Undying Queen has laid out a plan for all of us, and potentially there is a cosmic humor to it all. You have been a great teacher for me. And, and I you have been a loyal servant to our queen. I go to shake his hand. Yeah. He 
shakes your hand. His scales have returned back to their natural dark gray. Um, firmly. And with sadness, but also like almost a, a, a peace in his eyes as he shakes your hand. This is how my story ends, then. It will end with one... One heck of a punctuation mark. I would say that your story is just beginning. Goodbye, friend. Goodbye. Uh, Goodbye. Maybe at this point you return from um, the office? As this is happening, as all that's going down, <laughs> um, Tria takes note of what she can, like, in her brain. Um... But the stuff she doesn't understand, she looks around for quill, paper, I'm assuming finds none. What you find in this office are spear, effectively like equipment for the zealots. There is not a single piece of writing, of recording, of equipment. You even check the books on the shelves, all of the books are empty. They are basically blank pages that have been bound together. Almost as if they're just there for display more than any practical purpose. Tria is going to grab one of the empty books, take one of her daggers, slice open her palm, and record what she can Ooh. in blood in this book. Yeah, you, you do so. Um... For lack of any real implements, and I guess intuitively deciding that this information is important, you do your best to make a copy of the information that you don't quite understand. Um, you interpret the second tablet pretty well, and the third tablet there is little to be in. Uh, there's little to be learnt, I should say. But the first tablet, you take down the bits you don't know, and you have that piece of paper drying yeah Tria will just like shake the paper like a polaroid picture for a couple seconds and then make her way down the stairs and as it dries shove it into her bag um is was there a note did priltash leave a note there was <laughs> no her note. her no answer for the question there was no note well now my associate has returned we will leave you for your divine duty. Did you get everything Quiltash requested? Freya? I have gotten some information, but we will discuss it all later on. Very well. Before you before you are to leave, I found this in Priltash's office. I can only assume it's of some uh, importance, but I do not understand it myself. Considering you've been given a secret mission from her, I can only assume you will know what to do with this. Uh, he reaches into his robes, uh, pulls out a folded piece of vellum, and then hands it to you, Halcyon. Thank you very much. Uh, can I quickly look at it? You unfold it. There is a single word written in Draconic. Very good. I will slide that into my notebook. Nod to him 
turn and walk out of the building. I assume you all go together. Yeah, Squeeb's already out the door. He he <laughs> left. He left as soon as he dropped the backpack. Um, as the others leave, does Vetric get a like start making his way doing the tasks, or is he? Yeah, you watch. He places the three boxes down. I'll say, if you're staying to watch, is everybody else leaving, or is everyone staying to watch? I know you're just staying for a brief moment, but just to help me paint this picture. Well, Squeeb's Squeeb's already out. You said right. Squeeb's gone. Halcyon's leaving. leaving. Tria has come down the stairs. Can I pick up Victrix Gauntlet? Yeah, you, you do so. Uh, you are a formidable opponent. I'd just say if it were not for the yield of our chromatic queen, that would have rendered most unconscious in a single strike. Well, I must say to you too, uh, that was a very nice challenge. I, uh, I must say that I haven't come across many people like you in the fight. Respect where respect is due. You have earned that gauntlet in my mind. Keep it with you. Do not sell it to some trinket trader. Let it be a reminder of the strength that our queen grants us. I will definitely keep it as a reminder of you, and I shall have a drink to your success tonight. So be it. He has placed the three boxes in front of him and kneels and uh, starts almost a like a prayer to the dragon queen uh, you hear the start of it because it echoes in this space as you move towards the door five-headed queen you have gifted me with an opportunity to prove my faith in the only way one can with their very life uh, and that's what you hear as you exit you can see the silhouette in this low light as he stands up, he opens the bags and starts forming like a trail uh, along all of the pillars. There is a single flash, like a three second sunrise that you all see from a safe distance. As the thermite is ignited, all of the pillars are burnt clean through and the entire cathedral comes crumbling to the ground. What an episode. We did it. We completed the first of our missions with the Pentorum. How exciting. Hope you enjoyed it. If you did, we'd really appreciate it if you could rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast. Leave a review. Follow us on all our socials at Lost Cause Pod. Flick us an email if you've got questions or queries or just want to interact with us at lostcosepod at gmail.com. Otherwise, yeah, thanks so much for listening. Ten episodes. Who would have thunk? Uh, we got a lot of interesting stuff coming through the pipeline. We're getting some guests lined up and it's going to be very exciting. So thanks for listening. We can't wait to share more of it with you. Kakite.